1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the first corner torpedo of Formula One podcasts.
0: I'd like my nickname to be the first corner torpedo. You know, it's nearly that.
1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the F1 podcast that will cruise to the end with no problems whatsoever. Oh no, no, no.
2: It was a higher power. I think that power was gravity. Cheeky, your back end is on fire.
1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the F1 podcast that will only disrobe fully if Pascal Verline wins a race.
2: So, some Aussie fans had some Malaysian pants ready for, in the off chance that Ricardo won, and he did. They stripped off, and now they're in prison.
1: Last weekend, Sky and Channel Four transported us to the swamp with unpredictable weather that they like to call the Sepang International Circuit. We saw tears, absolutely loads of sweat, an unexpected finish, and nine Aussies got arrested for wearing nothing but the Malaysian flag. That's all to come. With me is a man who found reverse by mistake. It's Terry (laughs) Saunders.
2: So I've started my uh, driving lessons again. Hey! Hey. And... You know, it went okay. Mm-hmm. At one point, I'm waiting for the traffic lights to go green, the car behind me. Somehow, I was in reverse by mistake. And as I pulled away, <laughs> I kind of pulled away backwards. Didn't hit the other car, because okay. my driving instructor has brakes. It was weird, because the car's got a really stiff reverse gear, and later on when I had to go into reverse, I couldn't get into reverse. So how did I do it by accident? Higher powers.
0: <laughs> did you not do the,
2: the waggle yeah, but that's probably why, because I was doing the waggle with the did other you, hand. Did you? Oh no, that's that's not at all but what that, I had in mind. He said that's how I passed the test. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and alongside him is a motoring journalist who last week watched Bear Grylls jump out of a helicopter into a pile of Lego. It's Phil Tromans.
0: Yes, that's absolutely accurate. I did indeed. Please explain. Well, hang on. This wasn't just sort of a... uh, I wasn't just walking down the street and saw this happen. I went to the launch of the new Land Rover Discovery, which is their sort of sub-Range Rover lifestyle SUV. They thought they'd make a little bit of a deal out of it, so they built a replica of Tower Bridge out of six million Lego bricks, and then Bear Grylls turned up in a helicopter, abseiled out of the helicopter onto the top of the bridge, then abseiled from the top of the bridge on another rope down to the ground and said, hi, I'm Bear Grylls, everyone. Aren't Land Rover brilliant? Bye!
1: How was that showing in any way that Land Rover were good?
2: Well, this was before
0: we even saw the Land Rover. So Bear Grylls came in and said, I love Land Rover. OK, bye. Then they launched the Land Rover. So two Land Rovers drove out. And then as the bridge opened with the Land Rovers on it, another one came through a man-made lake that they'd built underneath the Lego bridge, towing a a 15-foot Lego replica of a racing America's Cup yacht. And then it turned out that 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 car that was towing the yacht was being driven by Sir Ben Ainsley, who jumped out of the the new Land Rover Discovery and said, Hi, everyone, I'm Ben Ainsley. Look at this yacht. And then uh, Zara Phillips came up on stage and waved. It was all very strange. But, I mean, the new Discovery
2: looks pretty nice. I mean, because, obviously... I'm in the market soon with my reversing skills. What's the new Land Rover Discovery like, Phil? Here's the thing you'll like. Okay. You can, it's got three rows of seats.
0: It's at C7 people. What's it like getting to reverse? <laughs> I haven't driven it. Nobody's oh. driven it. I don't would it know.
1: be good for Terry?
0: I mean, if Terry's having problems with a Mini, the best thing to do would be to get him a much bigger car. But here's the thing you'll like. The seven seats on three rows, and you can fold them oh, down. Oh, like a double-decker? No, it's all on the same one. You can fold the seats oh, down yep. remotely using a smartphone app
2: which would work about as well as my watch I'd like my computer probably yes so but there you go someone's been crashing the back <laughs> I can't help thinking because I, I can't help thinking <laughs> these days where you, <laughs> you literally fold
0: seats down with one pull of a toggle at the top that trying to do it on a smartphone app might be a bit of a pain in the ass. but I haven't tried it so I will not pass judgement until I have
2: okay. hey Siri can you move the car seats I have messaged your mother <laughs> oh. setting a course for Vladivostok Chica. Chica what have you been up to I think it's your turn to do something
1: So, you know, I told you recently about my swimming disasters. Yes, the pantsless swimming. Pantsless swimming on the way back. Well, I thought today, I was like, after the Formula One podcast, I'll go swimming.
0: You do appear to be wearing swimming outfits. I
1: am wearing a swimming costume on here. All good, ready to go. Check the um, time the swimming pool shut. Ten o'clock. Perfect. Whoa. I can get a swim in. Cycled here in a swimming costume, which is really, really uncomfy got my towel so now I'm just sat here in a swimming costume. We should
0: paint a picture that you're not just sat here in a bikini because that would be even for, even for Southwark that would be a little bit weird.
1: You didn't even ask you know. <laughs> so let's start with the stories that you've been talking about in this listeners corner. So we'll begin on the email machine, which has been glowing red hot after our debut mail last week. Uh, this week, it's been groaning under the strain of one other single email, which is slightly what? depressing because we did plug it a lot last this week. This is
0: immediately, though, in the last two weeks, double what we've ever had in the year and whatever it is, than the yeah, 300 yeah. episodes we've done. That's a
1: good point. Paul Collis says, hi team.
2: Hi Paul. Is, hi Paul.
1: Is Hamilton a worthy champion for 2016? Has he done enough based on current form? If not Lewis, who is? Cheers. Signed. Listener who thinks that Hamilton has only been average over the last couple of years.
2: Ooh. Well, he's, he's not the world champion of 2016 yet. That hasn't been decided yet. Mm-hmm. So that's a But if question. he
0: is. But he isn't. If he does become in the future. If somebody's listening to this
2: in the future, which of course they will be unless they're listening live, which they won't be.
0: Is he a worthy champion?
2: Well, it depends if he got more points than the other guy. If he gets more points, then he's the worthy champion. Interesting philosopher. That's, that's philosophical debate
1: So when, when do we have to decide this by? Is this...
2: The last race of the, the season, race, when okay. they add up all the points. Uh, they, don't just, they don't just then go to a jury and go, <laughs> well, I mean, he's done well with the points, but Rosberg's had a bit of flair, hasn't he? Oh,
0: he's See, comfy. I feel for Formula One, this is unnecessarily straightforward. Shouldn't it go to some sort of strategy group to decide whether he is a worthy champion and then award? No, they'll probably just change their minds halfway through.
1: Yeah. Ended up points, but not because they feel like
0: it. Yeah, But let's, I mean, let's get into this properly. At the moment, do you think Hamilton is, is looking good? for the championship or has he he buggered it all up? Or has Mercedes buggered it all up? Rosberg's doing very well.
1: Rosberg's doing well but I think we have to remember that if Hamilton hadn't had all the technical problems he would have been doing a lot better than Rosberg Mm. and we wouldn't even be questioning it.
0: If Rosberg wins will you sort of give him a sort of
2: gentle nod of approval? This year I will. Mm. The last couple of years I wouldn't have because I think he wouldn't have won on merit. But this year, yes, Hamilton's had a lot of mistakes and a lot of um, technical problems. But at the same time, there's been a few times this year where Rosberg is beating him fair and square. And whether it's Hamilton not trying or Rosberg being better, it's looking Rosberg's way. I mean, do you agree with Paul that
0: Hamilton has only been average over the past couple of years? No, because he won the World Championships. (laughs) Because he got
2: more points than the other drivers. That's how it works.
1: Maybe Paul didn't watch last year.
2: Yeah. Unless he's writing from... The future, and he's talking about the last two years being 2016 and 2017 when Hamilton was perhaps less good than what he was when he wasn't. Will 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 be when he will be will be as as he would be when he wasn't. So now we know. Yeah, simple. Got any more questions you need clearing up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. So moving on to the conspiracy theories that everyone's been talking about this weekend, mainly Hamilton. Tinfoil hats. We're all wearing them, and we asked you whether you felt that someone or something was sabotaging Lewis Hamilton's attempts to win a fourth world title and instantly we sold the mystery. Tyler Moore said, I can't take it anymore and I have to come forwards. It was me guys. I placed a voodoo curse slash personally sabotaged Hamilton's allocated engines this season.
0: Well, uh, there we go. I need more details. How did you do this? What, I'm thinking it? like a sort of Tom Cruise style from the ceiling at, at Bricksworth where the engines are made. But he said
2: he had a, a, a voodoo it? curse. Now, for a voodoo curse, you've got to make a replica yeah. of the thing you're cursing. He's got a really small engine so and the, he's just so stabbing those are complicated. in the corner. If he can make a mini engine, I Mercedes mean, no, you... should just hire him.
0: This <laughs> brings us to the crux of the real issues, is how detailed do voodoo dummies, dummies have to be? Do they have to be exact scale replicas? Have you been feeling any back pain this week?
2: little bit okay not too
1: detailed (laughs) (laughs) Scott Crawford said it's the secret wolf widget whenever it looks like louder might crack a smile Toto hits the button and kapow sad Lois being honest there aren't enough spectacular engine failures these days I miss turn of the century massive cloud of smoke and high-pitched Murray Walker sexual excitement
2: I will say that I thought Toto was hamming it up a little bit because after the crash, after the kind of engine went, we could have cut to him with his head on the desk going, whoa, <laughs> damn you, you. <laughs> like flicking water into his eyes, I'm um, so,
1: you, so you reckon he was acting?
2: I mean, that's how he react, I mean, come on, it's only a bloody car.
1: <laughs> Scott Somerville said Lewis is just having some bad luck. Shit happens, move on and get on with it.
2: Right, Scott Somerville is, of course, uh, Lewis's personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she'll his
0: way. I, I genuinely, I am uh, inclined to agree with Scott. It's just one of those things. There's no conspiracy.
2: Yeah, but he was I, at the front. Yes, he was. There are eight Mercedes cars yeah. in the grid, and yeah. this year only Lewis Hamilton has had problems. Um, I, well, that's suspicious.
0: I went through, because I thought, is that true? And I went through all the previous results from this year to find out if this was in fact the case. Okay, good. And I can, can exclusively reveal that at least in the race, yes it is. Oh. In fact, it's the only engine failure during the race, as far as I can tell, by going through Wikipedia for 20 minutes, uh-huh. that has uh, happened. There have been quite a few... Uh, I went through every Mercedes non-finisher during the race of this year. Bloody hell. You've yeah. um, oh. actually done some work. And and to get into the details... Um, Please do. Crash, crash, overheating, overheating, suspension, brakes, crash, oil leak, fire, crash, brakes, crash, brakes, crash, crash, crash oil leak, thing for Ocon, very good. Uh, drive shaft, crash, crash, and the only one that's engine is Lewis Hamilton, Malaysia. Of course, also, how you remember Henry VIII's wives? <laughs> yes, that's right. Divorce, beheaded,
2: crashed. Divorce,
0: beheaded, engine, drive shaft.
1: Okay, so tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at for F1 sake, or find us on Facebook where we're FF1s, or you can email us at wrong at ff1s so let's move on to the teams and this week we're going to start with red bull so firstly i want to say hang on a second (laughs) Red Bull first now firstly i want to say these shoe drinks are getting absolutely out of control everyone's getting involved um remember this shoe has been on a foot that's driven 56 laps in really hot weather the health and safety of drinking champagne out of that should be considered and also max should have a plastic cup and probably should be on wkd It was a great race, though, and I thought it was going to be a lot more exciting for the two bulls at the end. They went to war on lap 40, and it looked like we were going to have 16 laps of Dan and Max fighting tooth and nail to the end. But no, because there were very strong hints from a red bull that they don't care who wins, just don't damage the cars, it wasn't that. Do you reckon we could have seen a dirtier fight and perhaps a different winner if it hadn't been for that?
2: No. I think that Verstappen realised that he was up against the great Daniel Ricciardo and backed off out of respect.
0: I, <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm not quite sure that's exactly how it went down. But Which I did is. think it was actually um, considering, I mean uh, Verstappen, why are you all looking behind me? What's going on? <laughs>
1: some snogging behind Oh, snogging,
0: hang on. Let me just casually look. <laughs> we interrupt this podcast to bring you noise of some serious snogging in the corner of the uh, whatever pub we're in. <laughs> the sheath.
1: Okay, that was definitely too loud. Now they're looking at us.
0: Um, I thought that as big... Oh, I come on, people. Let's get it together. Professionalism, let's have it. As much of a fan as I am of Verstappen, he has been guilty of some uh, rather spirited moves. This is fucking ridiculous.
2: Come on, people. (laughs) So, what are we saying? (sighs) I've got a semi now. Oh... I feel you're saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of Verstappen,
0: uh, but he has been guilty this year of a little bit of sort of some dodgy moves here and there but I thought that battle with Ricardo was brilliant racing from both of them it was perfectly fair it was really exciting uh, and I didn't actually no I tell a lie I did think they were going to crash into each other but they didn't they didn't touch and they both seemed to really enjoy it they were happy with each other at the end is that not
2: the kind of racing we want to see and what was good about it, it was that it was before Lewis went out that, that little argy bargy was when they were still second and third, and it almost you could you could argue it didn't really matter. You get on the podium, there's not a win at stake, and yeah, they still fought, brave and hard. Got it settled. Lewis goes out. Got a win.
0: Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was really good. I thought it was an interesting. It was really good to see them both battling on the track because we haven't really seen that much. There's always been they've been on different strategies or they've been in different places. To see both of these. Uh, I mean, Ricardo's a little bit longer in the tooth now, but they're both, you know, really young, hot shots to see who's the best. And Ricardo got the best of it, but I, damn it, Verstappen didn't give him a very good run for his money. And I thought it was quite. Uh, mature of Verstappen when he realised uh, I can't get past without maybe doing something stu- uh, stupid to just say right. So you think I'll, it was? Def- I'll take I'll take second on this occasion. Do so
1: you think it was definitely Verstappen thinking? Okay, I'll uh, hold off, and it well, wasn't I, Red Bull I, being like. The, uh, no,
0: I don't think. I mean, Christian Horner said afterwards that uh, that he said you're free to race, just for the love of God, don't crash into each other. Um, which I think was probably fair enough, and and it seems like they listened. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it's the kind of stuff I want to see more of. But
2: well, can we talk about the fucking shoe thing? Mm. This is yes, getting yes.
0: ridiculous. Are you, you're not a fan of the shoey.
2: It's not a thing. What are you yeah, drinking tonight? Right. <laughs> I'm drinking uh, a pale ale out of a glass. I mean, it's a bit boring, isn't it? Yeah. because okay.
1: <laughs> I had an idea. I All thought right. maybe that we could we could be behind this shoey thing, and we could get we could sponsor. Uh, Ricardo's shoe it's FF1S and the shoe he drinks out of
2: that's almost the best idea we've ever had I this will
0: podcast. be I, <laughs> if, a, if, if I was working at Red Bull and hi Red Bull I am available if, you're a, if, you're, if you've got a budget um, I would be producing cans of Red Bull in the shape of racing shoes or I'd be doing limited edition Puma sort of plastic sports bottles in the shape of shoes
2: There is a a flaw with the the shoe sponsorship I, I don't think we could afford to sponsor every race And most races he wouldn't get his shoe out, so we'd have to pick which race (laughs) we think think he's going to win.
1: Okay. he has had five
2: podiums this year, six podiums. Yeah, but I could be in charge of strategy because um, (laughs) for the Singapore race on the Fantasy F1, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had Ricardo to win and Rosberg on pole. And then just before qualifying on this race, I was like, "Let's not be stupid. Let's change my qualifying. Let's change my thing." So I took off the winning result (laughs) and changed it to Lewis Hamilton on pole and Lewis Hamilton winning.
1: I'm not believing that. We
0: could all Definitely say that. Definitely true. Kind of so, you're, 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 you're I mean, this does seem to be much more of a thing now. It seems to be happening across sports as well. It's Happening in MotoGP, not even with Australian riders now as well. What, the Chewy? Yeah, the Chewy is, is going viral. Oh, it's a viral Chewy. Uh, and so, now everybody on the podium drank from Ricardo's truth. Yeah, and Mark Christian Webber Horner. No, he didn't. Fair play to him.
2: Literally got on stage, lobbed it into the crowd. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Enough!
2: <laughs> but then there'll be a thing. So, you know in music like there are some bands who smash up their guitars like you know just, at the end of the gig smash them all yeah. out, the who do it, this kind of stuff the country singer is it Garth Brooks yeah. his name is that him I saw a documentary once, and he was like, at the end of my concert, the audience really love it when I smash up all my stuff. And they're like, well, you don't seem very rock and roll. Why do you smash up your stuff? And he goes, well, the audience love it, but don't worry, it's not my real stuff. I've got replicas made of all my stuff. So at the end of each concert, they bring me out a box of wood guitar and I smash it. So what's going to happen with the shoeie, we're going to get this thing where, you know, someone's going to come out, win the race, and someone's going to, like, slip them a little kind of fresh shoe, paper shoe. With, yeah, with like a plastic lining like, I'm going to do a shoey. Oh. <laughs> this shoey is brought to you by the smooth taste of Red Bull and this week with the uh, DHL shoey is
1: <laughs> so what a weekend for Mercedes Hamilton is now blaming higher power for his engine problems I know Jesus does like to get quite involved in F1 Rosberg drove really well, yes, I said it, and despite the fact he was knocked back to 21st after a bump with Vettel, he slid like a snake, so by lap 7 he was up in 12th place. And by the end, annoyingly, his 10-second penalty didn't keep him off the podium. But what I've been thinking about is give him a few more laps. Do you reckon he could have overtaken the Red Bulls?
0: I mean, It'd have to be a lot more laps, because wasn't he something like 15 seconds behind
1: if that is—is is that including the penalty?
0: No, we're including the penalty. I think it was something like twenty-five seconds okay. behind.
2: So no, is the okay. answer to your question. Well, no, it depends how many laps were. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, if they if they stopped oh, and refueled and. I mean, Malay is the Patronus circuit, and they're the sponsors of Mercedes. So yeah. I think if they have, you know, they could have just gone. Can we just add another thirty laps? <laughs> <laughs> or uh, we'll start the country of oil. <laughs> it definitely wasn't the race they were uh, they were expecting. Do you know why? they could have wrapped up the Constructors' Championship this weekend. I heard several times, and it seems likely that Mercedes are going to wrap up the Constructors' Championship, which made me go, no, they're not. (laughs) It's Um, um, going to happen.
0: At the first first corner, when Rosberg got totaled by by Vettel, I turned to my wife and said, well, that's the championship decided then. How wrong I was. Or maybe you were right. Or maybe I was right, yes.
2: I mean, fair play to him to be Rosberg yeah he came back he came back up yeah it was a good drive did yeah. alright
0: did well too uh, well, uh, do we want to talk about the he did of course get a 10 second penalty yeah for overtaking
1: which robustly right. I have him. to say was a bit harsh do you reckon I think so he d- he didn't it wasn't a very aggressive overtake
2: he did crash into it
1: Max Verstappen has done much more aggressive overtakes. He I think so. Crashing into people. I,
2: th- I think the problem is that Kimi Raikkonen is so invisible this year. <laughs> you know, like. On Pac-Man, where you've had the super sweet, and all the ghosts have gone... Oh, sorry, Chica. Pac-Man was a arcade game in mm-hmm. the 1980s. Ooh. Kimi Rogen has been invisible. So like in Pac-Man, after you've, had the, uh, you've eaten the super sweet, all the ghosts go kind of faded and flash, and you can go straight through them. And I think that's what Rosberg did. I think he was there going, oh, that's Kimi Rogen, but he's so invisible, he must just be not there. Boomf! Are you suggesting that Rosberg had had some sort of sweep
0: that made him think that Rosberg that Raikkonen was invisible? So yes. He was drugged. Yes. This is a this goes all the way to the top.
2: Like Bradley Wiggins, he's got asthma
0: Ooh, or something. Hello, cycling fans who are clearly joining us in their droves right about now. You're all druggies. <laughs> um, for what it was worth, I thought that he should have had a penalty, although I thought that ten seconds was maybe harsher than it should have been. Because it was 90% of a really good move because Raikkonen wasn't expecting it, he stuffed it up the inside it's just that for my money, he overcooked it slightly and literally smashed into the side of Raikkonen which I think is a little bit too robust so if he did put his me? car there it wasn't like he put his car there and Raikkonen was turning in anyway and then he hit him it, you know, Raikkonen was taking not the most narrow line and then Rosberg came in quite quickly That's and good. hit him and bits flew off and I think that's got to be out of order, and that deserves a penalty of some sort. I did think, however, it was 90% of a really good move, and I thought 10 seconds was a bit harsh. Well,
2: Well, I thought it was good of Rykland to back off to 10 seconds away from him at the end of the race. (laughs) That was was very nice of him, (laughs) yes.
1: Okay, Ferrari. So, (laughs) Vettel will want to say Auf to this weekend. Not only was he out with suspension damage after the hit with Rosberg, but he spun in practice then made an apology during the race, saying it was entirely his fault, while Toto Wolff held a gun to his head. (laughs) Raikkonen's weekend was better, he put up an impressive fight against Rosberg until that overtake, snatching the podium position away from him. Now, was it just a weekend of misfortune, or do you think it was the devil?
2: (laughs) Jesus. For Ferrari. Well, not Jesus. Oh, um, well, I think what was most satisfying about Vettel's mealy-mariled apology was he's the one who this year, at least three times, I think I'm right in saying, definitely twice, he's been trumped at the start, and he's he's had a right go on the radio, he's just been, oh, you know... Even he got lots Kavir, of swearing and He all. got Kvyat sacked. Yeah. <laughs> Probably killed by the end of this year. Yeah, exactly. So I think the only thing to do is to demote Vettel to Toro Rosso and put <laughs> Kvyat in the Ferrari for the rest of the season. That would yes. be justice. Do you, think be justice. Was,
1: do you think it was his choice to make that grovelling apology? Uh, it really didn't I, sound like it.
0: I think he probably realised when he saw the footage, yeah, that was kind of my fault. Because this was another one, not dissimilar to, to Rosberg's overtake on Raikkonen, where it could have been a good overtake if he'd have absolutely hugged the inside and gone around the corner, but he went in so hot that he just kind of went past where he should have turned in. And that's when he hit Rosberg. He has to hit Rosberg. I wonder if the Ferrari debacle of recent uh, months is just getting to him a little bit.
2: Or oh, dragging it, it kind of kangaroos off the line. I did that the other day on my driving us. So maybe when he starts the race, he just kind of. This is with these uh, new single clutches and reverse. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> I've not seen him do that yet, but there's still five races to go. Well, he's got, Rosberg manage
1: it. He's got a three place. Grid penalty for the next race, hasn't he? Yes,
2: he has. Which I don't think was enough. I think he oh, should that's have not been. Too bad, I don't think. No. Be, like, i think about that too much. He should have had to start the next race facing the other way. Because Rosberg, to be fair to Rosberg, that that shot from his his camera when he spins around and all the cars are coming at yeah, him—that's like, scary. And Vettel has to see what that's like. Think about what he's done. So you're saying that, that you know where the safety car normally starts for the formation
0: lap. Yeah. You know when they're all Martin's doing his grid walk and the safety yeah. cars at the front. That's where Vettel should be, but facing the other way when the lights go out. Yeah. So he has just said just with Everyone streaming at him. No, I agree. Yeah. That would be a much better, uh... uh anyways, yeah. make, so him, if,
2: make him think twice.
0: Chase Carey, if you're listening, love the moustache. Great. Take that into consideration.
1: Right, Williams. Now Bottas had a strategy that was weird, but worked. Coming home in fifth, which is not bad. Massa, on the other hand, had one of those awkward moments where your top-of-the-range car worth hundreds of millions of quid doesn't start. The team that used to hold their heads high in the and 90s are this year watching closest rivals Force India drive off into the distance. Now, is there any chance of Williams clawing their way back into fourth? No. Absolutely not?
2: I don't think so. Based on what we've seen, they are just being a bit ropey. Well, they did once again take home the award for the fastest pit stop. DHL which, fastest
0: pit stop? Yeah, which makes me think that whoever's in charge of training the pit crew should be promoted to... Claire slash Frank Williams' principal job because he's clearly very, very good at what he does. Well, and I think he f- should be given a chance. I don't know what his name is.
1: Pittman? Brian
0: Pittman should be given the the principal's job. Penelope Pitstop. Penelope Pitstop. <laughs> Working maybe alongside or slightly ahead of Claire Williams. First
2: best thing about this week is that Bottas is getting a new seatbelt manufacturer because his seatbelt car undone during practice just when he was going down the... group. Hasn't that happened before? Yeah. And then they said... This is a really dangerous malfunction. A seatbelt shouldn't just come undone when you're driving a Formula One car. So at the very next available race, we are going to change seatbelt manufacturers. And by the way, this happened a couple of years ago as well. But <laughs> well, hang on. If it happened a couple of years ago and you're this angry about it, why are you stuck with this seatbelt manufacturer all this time? Was it this this the- weekend or was yeah, this in yeah. Singapore? I think it was this Weekend, Maybe see God's sake chica. move on
0: To something else Force
1: India Now I'm not going to lie I didn't see much Of these guys uh, In the actual race But not a bad Weekend for them overall Now were you surprised That Perez Is staying in Force India Next season
2: Kind of where else Is he going to go Well he was aiming To go to Renault Mm -hmm. Yeah Renault Rubbish Yeah Renault Got a lot of money And they're probably Going to be good In a couple of years And for some reason it didn't happen, so he has to do that really weird kind of... I'm really happy to sign with Force India again, despite the fact it's quite public knowledge he's been looking for somewhere else. So it's like going... Would it it
1: only be Renault that would sign him?
2: I think that's the only available seat. Yeah, I mean, who... We've talked about Perez before, isn't
0: he? I mean, he's all right, especially under the current Saviour Tyres regs, but he's not spectacular. He went to to McLaren and they went, no thanks, okay, bye.
1: McLaren! So the sun was actually literally shining on McLaren in Malaysia. Double points finish, which is the first since Monaco, actually. And Lovely Button was ready for his 300th start. And if he'd pitted it at a different time, then all his dreams could have come true with a top six finish. But he finished in ninth, which is still not bad. Alonso is a really good overtaker. He was last on grid and then finished in seventh. Now, would you say that this was a chance for those drivers to show how good they were?
2: Yes, yeah. Actually, for all our mocking McLaren of late, yeah, really good. Yes, they're, they're getting better, but it's, we, we can still mock them for finishing seventh and ninth. I oh, just give them a McLaren week off. Away. No, but do you know what? Alonso was fantastic, and in those first few laps, especially, it was like watching Alonso of old. And I was, I for one was very happy to see him up there.
1: But he's done this for the last few races. He's yeah. been amazing. All well, we, we need is a
2: bit power. more power. He is, he is the best
0: driver on the grid. Bit more power in that car. Yeah, and, and he could be challenging to... for fourth. Slightly better aerodynamics and a, yeah. and a better chassis, and maybe just improve the brakes a bit.
2: I think by Spain next year they could be on the podium. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. By, yes, by by Spain 2015 they should be. Oh yeah, they will be. They will be. They will. They've gone to Honda because they want to win yeah. immediately.
0: And Honda's got such a good legacy. I mean, oh, yeah. inevitably, with a company that size behind them, they're going to be... I mean, just ask Jensen Butler. He
2: did so many races yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. He racked up so many non-wins. Oh, he's <laughs> going to be... And he's going to be around a while. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> taking a sabbatical, you know. <laughs>
0: well, I'm impressed that neither of them took a sabbatical from the race. <laughs> Great time.
1: Hey! It was an expensive weekend for Argene. neither of his boys made it home, Grosjean had a brake failure and Gutierrez's tyre just rolled off. Someone's getting sacked, probably the guy with the spanner. Now do you reckon they'll be able to tighten things up, sorry, for Japan?
2: I think it's Gutierrez is going to get sacked, he has been woeful this year.
1: That tyre was not his fault.
2: I reckon it was. How? <laughs> just the tyre was like oh god I'm on his car oh god he's so sore Bang! and off yeah. it went <laughs> I'm going surpass- to try and become Groton's tyre
1: Robo come on Renault finally dad can be proud Palmer came home with actual real life points well one of them he may not know what a blue flag is but his driving wasn't bad Things weren't looking great for Magnussen, however, who had a less successful weekend, retiring with dodgy brakes and car damage. But this didn't come as a surprise because his car exploded in practice. What did you think of Renault's performance in Malaysia?
2: I'm really annoyed. Oh. Why? Just, I really wanted Palmer to not score any points in his only year in Formula 1. Oh, come
1: World. on! What? What? I think you should you know support him he's a British driver in his first year I went to university with him only
2: year did
0: you oh you kept that quiet I know I
1: only found it out today oh so you with With him yeah at the same time
0: Palmer has actually scored a a, a point quicker in fewer races than his father did it was a lot longer before Jonathan, Dr. Jonathan Palmer scored a point in really? Formula 1. Yeah, Although, admittedly, you only got points for top six back then, yeah, but still. Exactly. I mean, is, is, is Renault's performances this year all completely academic because they're going to have a brand new car and probably brand new drivers next year? Yeah, exactly. This is
2: just...
1: So they're just we, filling time. Have you agreed that Palmer's out?
2: I'd be amazed if they keep him. Okay what uh, about Magnussen? I'm surprised they talked about getting rid of him. He's, he's not, not been a, amazing. He's not he? done anything great, but considering when he came into was it McLaren he got yeah, a podium yeah. in his first race? It depends who they've got lined up, because they haven't announced who they're lining up. It does seem weird that they're getting rid of him when he's got all this promise, but the right the rumours do seem to say that he's out. So well, the,
0: the rumours I've heard for Renault next year are Perez, which is obviously not happening now because yeah. signed a Force in India, Bottas and Sainz are the names that seem to keep propping up. And Nigel Mantle. Not an outside chance. <laughs> chance. I heard he's on it. He's on the treadmill now, trying to get down
2: to race weight.
1: <laughs> okay. They're top. making the
2: cars wider just for him next <laughs>
1: <laughs> Toro Rosso. Things were all right, but not great for the TRs. Signs finished in eleventh, which isn't bad, except for the fact that Palmer was in tenth career caused a less exciting collision overshadowed by the Rosberg Vettel crash on turn one where he ran into the back of Magnussen and on lap 52 he said on the radio his brakes are going to beep, but what were they going to? Oh, we played
2: blankety-blank so Um, uh, I think
0: his brakes are going to break
1: Basically, okay, Toro Rosso, really, really boring. I couldn't think of anything to ask you apart from what you thought maybe the black ones.
2: That's a good question. I've, so I I've lost Renault. the most
0: interest in them because they're, like Renault, just basically treading water until they've got a, an engine they can work on next year. They're now at the end of the season where they haven't been able to develop their engine all year because it's last year's Ferrari engine. Consequently, they've got no pace anywhere apart from Singapore where they don't need power.
2: There must be a point where they go, should we, should we just not bother showing up with you? Yeah.
0: Although, actually, having said that, to get 11th and wherever they came uh, mm. is probably not bad.
2: Yeah, that's all right. But, yeah,
0: but there's uh, there you go. There's, there's, my, there's my review.
1: OK, Manor. Manor went for split strategies, meaning that one of their drivers had to do well. Neither did, though, ending up in last and second to last. However, for Ocon, in some ways it was an auspicious weekend. It was the first time he outqualified his teammate since being at Manor. And he got an ice lolly at the end. But he got penalised for speeding in the pit lane. Twice. How did he do that?
2: Either there was something of wrong with his pit lane limiter, which would make it a really boring answer, or he's a moron! <laughs> Or, the clever idea is he got done once and he was like, right, what's the best way to speed in the pit lane after you've just been caught speeding in the pit lane because I've never be expected watching. to do it twice. That was it. I did want to single out Ocon for a second because... Oh, that's not very really nice.
0: No, positively. Oh, okay. Because um, the F1.com puts up a... We're getting much better with their videos now. Put up a video saying... Look right on board with Alonso at the beginning. Look how well he's doing. Isn't this amazing? Look how many places he's making up. And in fairness, Alonso was doing very well at the beginning, coming from the back. But if you look, two cars ahead of him, staying also carving his way through the field was, was Ocon I like Ocon, Absolutely kicking ass. Took about Ocon. seven or eight cars in the first lap, and was doing really well until he realised that he was driving a Manner and couldn't possibly keep going like that. But he was so was- you mean like
2: Wiley Coyote going off a cliff and then he's <laughs> like in midair for a little while? Yeah. And then he looks goes,
0: oh, I'm in a Manner. <laughs> It was very similar to that.
2: I think Othon and Verlein will be challenging for the championship in
0: three years.
1: That, um, Yes. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, would we have said that a few years ago about Fettel when he was crashing into the back of Mark Webber under the safety car? Or No. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, we wouldn't, have, we wouldn't have said four-time world champion, would we? Well, I would have been Kubica. Poor bastard.
1: Sauber! Okay, so it was a good weekend for Ericsson who finished 12th. Yes, most people between him and 12th were out, but still, it wasn't bad. NASA retired with break issues do you think do you think Ericsson will stay at Sauber next season he
2: yeah, um, isn't anything
1: that special has he he's
2: brought a lot of money uh, that's quite special.
1: special
2: and he
0: brings the massive Swedish market um, yeah, that might, and they do that. a lot they of kind that of that sausage snacks special. um <laughs> I'm filling time while I Google it because I've literally given it no thought at all up until now as to who's going to be driving for Sauber next year.
1: Well, I did put that question
2: in you quite say about. you're filling time
0: while Googling it, but whilst you're telling us that, I was noticing you weren't Googling it. I'm literally, I'm Googling it. What I can't was he type Googling? and speak at the same time, Terry. Pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, according Got to Autosport, as I'm sure you all know, he is in talks with multiple F1 teams for the 2017 yeah.
2: season. But that's anyway, uh, I've been talking Including talks in Williams
0: and F1. Renault, so he's thrown his hat to the Renault. No, I've, well. I've
2: been tweeting them all, but you know, that doesn't mean. Well, now you've blotted your copy but with Mini, you're not going to be in that team next year. <laughs> well, no, but that's why they've decided not to go into 4-1 next year, because I'm not ready. <laughs>
0: he is out of contract at the end of the season, according to Audra Sports, as is Nasser. Uh, but Eriksson does have some kind of ties with Sauber's new big money, money investors. Right. So that may well mean that he stays.
1: What about, what about NASA? What about NASA? Is he staying? Uh,
2: well, he can't now. Now that Massa's gone, it's not fun anymore. Uh, maybe could he change his
0: name to rhyme with another driver that's staying who else is
2: staying? Fernando Nononso
1: (laughs) (laughs) so it's now time for the standings with Terry
2: Okay, the standings, the drivers championship in first place it's a lower power with 288 points, second place higher power is getting in his way with 265 points, third place is foot juice (laughs) foot juice pick up your Sunday shoes (laughs) Uh, in fourth place, he's the Invisible Man. In fifth place, I want blue flags on lap one, says Vettel. In sixth place, I was in the lead, Dad, for one minute. We're in the pit stops, did you watch? In seventh place, clunk, click. <laughs> Not enough summer references in podcasts these days, are they? Um, in eighth place, I'm really happy I'm staying at Force India. And in ninth place, I'm really happy staying at Force India. Uh, in tenth place, that was fun. In eleventh place, the car announces retirement three races before I have. 12th place, can I go back to Red Bull now? Kvyat is getting pissed off with Vettel. 13th place, I've been souping my engine. Can't remember who that was. <laughs> 14th place, I'm focusing on next year's car. 15th place, I've got 300 races and 15 wins. When you say it like that, it's not very impressive, is it, Jensen? 16th, anyone spare a pound? 17th, stop or a ruffle. 18th, trying very hard in the manor. And in 19th place, with one point, Fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> And in the Constructors' Championship, in first place, they're definitely going to wrap up the championship this week with 553 points. In second place, studying contention, is all of our staff now drink everything from their shoes. In third place, I don't want to speak to you anymore, is 313 points. In fourth place, how are we here? And in fifth place, we're not even trying, honest. And in sixth place, is McLaren really fucking trying, really, really trying. Seventh place, we're not bothered. Uh, eighth place, we're just hurt by what's happened this year. Ninth place, amazed we're even here. And in tenth place, with a single point, what?
1: <laughs> so we're going to stay with you, Terry Saunders, now for the state of F1.
2: Okay, so we need to talk about Lewis. Lewis Hamilton, multi-millionaire, three times Formula one world champion and weird dog owner, is just unlucky. His engine has just blown whilst in the lead of a Grand Prix, which, whilst marginally worse than me, when last week I was just getting in the bath when a delivery came, um, it's basically the same. It's down to luck, just luck. Seriously, I waited in all day. I thought, it's not going to come. I'm going to run a bath. And I'm not kidding, my butt cheeks hit the water as the doorbell went. So I had wet legs, went down the stairs, nearly fell over, you know, it was very similar. But, unlike him, I didn't then blame a conspiracy theory and don a, tin for a hat when he's asking why it's him that has all the problems with engines, despite there being eight cars with engines in. Which I think is weird, because there's more than eight cars with engines in. Lewis, check facts. But really, the answer is Lewis, it's tough shit, isn't it? So much of the rule changes coming up in the next few years are about Formula One trying to reconnect with its glory years. Big tyres, wider cars, smoking, not being on the teddy much. But, one aspect that is sorely lacking from modern F1 is the fact that there used to be a genuine uncertainty if the car would make the full race distance. F1 cars of old were extreme prototypes that would literally shake themselves apart for the course of a race. Teams were chasing the thinnest and lightest materials and would sometimes get it wrong. But, in 1986, being in the lead of the Grand Prix was no guarantee that you would then be the winner. But with progress, however, comes certainty. Parts are tested, computer makes designs more reliable, and on the whole, cars now go forever. The regulations say that an engine has to last for 47 races, and the sight of a smoke following the aerodynamic wake from the back of the car is mostly a thing of the past. And that makes Formula One a less interesting place. Yes, Mercedes don't like their brand being sullied by fire, but no one watching, whilst in the process of ordering an S-Class, is hovering over the buy button and goes, ooh, maybe I shouldn't. It's a fucking Formula One car, fire gets you on the news, it's fine. But don't worry everyone, I've got a solution. This is a tricky one. You can't mandate failure, and as appealing as it is, you can't have a fan-boost-style fail button, but there is a way out of this, and most frustratingly, it's a way that Formula 1 almost tried this year, and I've already banged on about in a state of F1 before, and that is, we have to get rid of live data. No warning the driver about brake temperatures or engine modes. Once the car leaves the garage, it's the driver alone who has contact with it. Somehow Lewis's failure wasn't spotted before, but imagine how many more we'd have had by now without the bloody warnings about lifting, coasting, and generally backing off. And failing that, I'm definitely going to go for fan fail, which I've just trademarked. It strikes me that if
0: we also went back to the days of hard charging all the time, not managing stuff, that would also put much more stress on stuff and we'd have more failures. And it's just another argument for batshits absolutely on it all the time from the very start of the race.
2: Yep, I agree totally. I I think these last few years are going to be looked back on poorly. I fear you may be right. And uh, Nico Rosberg's been voted for fan fail this week, so uh, <laughs> watch out for lap 49 when we press the button. Toby this is being investigated for voting fraud. <laughs> it'll be like a roulette thing. It wouldn't be <laughs> a definite his engine will yeah. blow up. It'll be one of six things. So it'll be how the engine goes, mm-hmm. he has to, the pit limiter turns on for 20 seconds, <laughs> the brakes suddenly engage, no matter where he's on the lap. Someone tells him that. A family members oh, <laughs> no, oh God. No, no,
1: no.
2: <laughs> I was going to go with wing mirrors fall off but you know we fall off. yours is <laughs> another one and um, every, every driver has a pouch in their overalls that makes them feel that like they've wet themselves <laughs> 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 so, so they want to show you oh fan soil fresh trademark
1: so that is it from us it is goodbye to Phil
0: Choman's. goodbye everyone we have not had time to talk about the EU competition commission's inquiry do you remember that? Brexit means Brexit that's a different thing for the moment but the, all the teams are based in Britain and now we've got Brexit so they Par can't investigate to Ferrari anyway there was an inquiry which we, I think we talked about about a year ago the Sauber and Force ball because they don't get paid enough and apparently something's happening with it that's according to Water Sport they spoke to Force India's Bob Fernley who said that the investigation has moved to the next level that is all we know we'll keep an eye on it and report it in
2: great detail with massive accuracy
1: good and it's goodbye to
2: terry saunders we have having a chance to talk about our unique investment opportunity where you lucky listener can invest in a piece of merchandise that we will sell to you and then once you've told two other people about it and got them to sign up you will then be rich and have a timeshare apartment. Sorry, I think I've I'm very lost. excited
0: about this. I mean, yeah. re- relocating to Nigeria is really uh, uh, an really really great impressive. idea for us. It's a t
2: shirt.
1: We'll be back, t shirts and all, next week for the Japanese Grand Prix. Until then, don't forget to rate us on iTunes because that goes out and helps new people find us and become huge diehard fans. Tell your friends about the show, warn your family about the swearing, follow us on Twitter at For F1's Sake. Email. Email us. Just, just get in contact. I've been Chiqueras. Goodbye. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.